Hi, I'm Teresa, owner of T3Fit, and you're listening to the T3Fit podcast, where scoliosis warriors and professionals come together. Here we talk about our scoliosis journeys and the emotional components it takes on from being a parent to being diagnosed with scoliosis and sometimes leading to surgery. It's a place where professionals share their expertise of treatments, from physical therapy to surgery, and so much more. So let's get started. Hi, I'm Teresa, and I'd like to welcome you to the first episode of the T3Fit Scoliosis Podcast. In this episode, here's what you can expect. It's going to be a little bit about me and how I got on this journey and why I have created this podcast and what are its intentions. So let's go ahead and get started. I grew up in the heart of New York City in a circle of some of the top theater artists. When I was about three, I took my first dance class at the Valerie Bettis School in the heart of Greenwich Village. And as many of us as little girls were, I wanted to be that little ballerina in her tutu. And I fell immediately in love with movement. If there was a class with movement of dance, ballet, jazz, tap, modern, you name it, and I was in. Um, Occasionally, I would take classes at HB Studio, a place primarily known for acting, but offered dance as well. And it was a place that felt like home to me growing up with people who were in the theater. After a few years, I started to take ballet seriously and I studied at the American Ballet Theater. Shortly thereafter, I attended the Joffrey Ballet School, which was also in New York City. At about the age of nine, I was diagnosed with scoliosis and was immediately fitted for a Milwaukee brace because that's, that's what they did at the time. Um, it felt and looked like the most unattractive corset you could ever imagine. It had metal down the front. I had leather hips and screws and a belt in the back. I wore the brace as I was supposed to uh, but as time went by, my S-curve increased to a 45-50. Uh, by the time I was 12, I was told I was going to need surgery. And this meant I would have Harrington rods fused to my spine. I had the surgery at the end of sixth grade, which would allow me time to recover. And my recovery was being told, don't go in the water for long periods of time. My recovery was spent on a lake and at the ocean and I was a teenager who, as you can imagine, had a really hard time hearing this. When I was told that I was going to have surgery, I didn't know what that meant. And my parents, I don't think, understood that either. It was, you're going to have surgery, and that was it. There was no explanation of what life was going to be like after or during and how I was going to move. I learned how to move post-surgery because I didn't, there was no physical therapy. Um, I learned how to bend and how to pick things up and how to put my clothes on. 
when I was in high school, I went to audition for one of the top performing arts schools here in New York City. And they took one look at my back and saw my scar straight down and uh, I was dismissed. Any potential of my career in dance was, was gone. Um, and I was devastated. So I learned to live with my limitations and couldn't, couldn't watch movies of ballet for years. Uh, if you know the red shoes, you know the red shoes and she wears the red shoes and says, take them off. And yeah, I couldn't take off the red shoes. Um, but we're gonna fast forward to 30 years later and I discovered for the first time that I could do a sit up. I was 40 at that time and the joy was enormous. I rediscovered my passion for movement at that time. And because of that, I went to school and became a personal trainer. And I soon learned that I was looked at as someone with great posture or good form as we call it in the training world. But people didn't know what was behind the scenes of how I got there, which leads me to another chapter. A few years ago, my daughter was diagnosed with scoliosis and I watched myself through her eyes. The journey that we created together was not the story that I grew up with. It was a new story of strength and empowerment and taking back control and being pain-free. And it's because of this and the emotional as well as physical scars of scoliosis that so many of us live with on a daily basis that we created the T3 Fit Scoliosis Podcast. It's a space where stories are heard and education is given. I created this podcast because while you're listening, maybe you know somebody who has scoliosis or maybe someone's story resonates with you or maybe you're looking for guidance or maybe you're seeking a professional near you. So I hope that this and future podcasts gives you that. Our goal here is to provide to fellow warriors to let them know that they are not alone, as well as being a library of professional resources. So with that, I'd like to say thank you for listening to the T3 Fit Scoliosis podcast. If you have any suggestions for future podcasts, please post them below and we'll see you on the next episode. If you like this episode, chances are there's someone else out there who needs to hear it too. So it would be a huge favor to me if you'd go ahead and give us a five-star review. It helps me get the message out to more people. And if you need help moving in pain, then download my five free tips and I'll catch you on the next episode.